is Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. We play R&B, reggae, hip-hop, Apala, Juju and Fuji, Afro, gospel, Islamic music and more. 107.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Black Diamond.
Feel Good Radio, Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelgata. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, the 31st of December, 2021, is the final day of the year. And um, so great to know that we're all here uh, to witness this day. Thank you, really, for joining us. Wally Bakar is my name. It's time to take a look at the headlines uh, this morning. One more time, uh, this year, 2021. Amazing. Freshly pressed this Friday. Good morning to you. The headlines are there for us this morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune. Some of the options available to us this morning. The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times, also another option uh, this uh, morning. Uh, great to know uh, you're there. Uh, it's been a year of a lot of activities. And um, of course, uh, the expectation is that the new year uh, will be uh, filled with some more activities, considering that we will be getting closer or we're getting closer to the 2023 general elections. But this year, uh, let's take a look at the headlines one more time. The Punch says, APC National Convention uncertainty over February date as peace panel flops. Nigerian politicians patronize spiritual leaders. Can't ban doomsday New Year prophecies like Ghana. Uh, thus, uh, senior advocates of Nigeria, uh, Sands, rather, senior advocates of Nigeria. <laughs> the story on the point is interesting. Uh, there's also this Masari's arms for civilians call evidence of Buhari's failure. Another uh, from Sands there on the point this morning. Uh, six multinationals to pay two for nine billion naira oil proceeds in January. That's the NNPC. Electoral bill. National Assembly will remove direct primary clause, says Bajabia Mila. That's another there on the punch. My grouse with Buhari government on serial killings, favoritism, nepotism, Kuka there also uh, on the punch this morning. The Nigerian Tribune uh, says troops kill 22 Boko Haram, Iswap terrorists in Lake Chad. Uh, arrest 17 is on the Tribune this 20, uh, this morning. I'm not oppo- I'm only opposed to nepotism, insecurity, and uh, not Buhari. Uh, that's because uh, Father Kuka is there uh, this uh, morning on the Nigerian Tribune as well to look out for. There are more uh, that are uh, there on the Nigerian Tribune. Things leaders should do in 2022 to rekindle hope of Nigerians. Amechi, Ofonogaru, others speak there on the Tribune as well this morning. Forensic audit, Buari vows to recover stolen NDDC funds. Dejavakura intervenes, moves to settle rift between Oni um Queen. Uh, that's um, on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this morning. We spoke about this last week. Uh, it's uh, quite interesting uh, things that are happening these days. So we're in very interesting times, apparently. Uh, the Guardian also with a report about the moves to settle the rift between uh, the uh, Oni and his wife. But the Guardian also has some more. Uh, four years on, Nigeria lags behind in open skies. $1.3 billion revenue agenda. Doubts over federal government's capacity to remove fuel subsidy as election nears. Uh, that's there. Military comes Lake Chad, kills 22 terrorists, loses six troops. National Assembly to review Buhari's refusal to sign electoral bill. There on the Guardian as well. Nigeria's biggest challenge in 2021 is insecurity, says Lai Mohammed. Also there this morning. Why Igbo should be president in 2023 uh, by Igbo is another. Can CNG done knock Masari over arms for self-defense comment? That's there. 
on The Guardian as well. The sports page of The Guardian with some stories, uh, some reactions to the new appointment by the Nigeria Football Federation. Quite a number of reactions. Uh, Napoli striker Simen tests positive for COVID. Also on the law of the dailies this morning. Um, that's uh, on The Guardian as well. NDDC Forensic Audit. Every cobble will be recovered. Culprits punished. That's the president there. Insecurity. Popular Buhari supporter dumps him after five brothers were kidnapped. Huh. Is there? This morning. Uh, there's this report on the Premium Times. A sad one. It says seven painful deaths that rocked Nigerian sports in 2021. Is there on the Premium Times uh, this morning to... Uh, look out for because uh, there are quite a number of um, reports on many of the dailies looking at uh, the year 2021 uh, talking about things that happened uh, in the last uh, 364 64 and a half days thereabout uh, the Pempushing newspaper says instead of directors fit members to end of year celebration there's also husband kills wife in Jigawa uh, former governor also ignores projects. Uh, okay, well, can't get a hold of uh, some of these um, headlines uh, on the Pempishing newspapers, but I'm sure I'll mention them in a minute. Miss Adiano is with me this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Walian. Hello. So there. great to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Too. I remember we, well, I remember we were on air together at yeah. the very start yeah. of the year. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's great to uh, have you join us yeah. as we wrap things up. Uh, this uh, year. Uh, well, uh, the love the headlines uh, we've uh, mentioned already. Let's uh, take a peep into some of them uh, very swiftly. Let's talk security, first of uh, which uh, the uh, Minister of uh, Information and Culture says uh, is the country's biggest challenge in 2021. I'm sure a lot of people would agree with uh, Ajilai Mohammed. Uh, it was... Um, doing a press conference yesterday, yeah. as expected, listing the achievements yeah, of the Bar administration. Yeah, yeah. The Guardian says Nigeria's biggest challenge in 2021 is insecurity, says La Mohammed, scores Buhari high on security. Others blames economic downturn and COVID. Now, Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, has said that insecurity is the major challenge faced by the federal government in 2021. He said this during a media briefing in Lagos to showcase the achievements of President Buhari's administration during the outgoing year 2021. According to him, Despite the long list of achievements by Buhari's regime, insecurity was a major challenge. He, however, explained that the armed forces recorded some successes using a combination of kinetic and non-kinetic operations coupled with a review of strategies. This, is said, led to the neutralization of over 1,000 terrorists, the rescue of 2,000 civilians, and the surrender of over 22,000 terrorists, including their families in the northeast. He noted that many arms and ammunition were also recovered, adding that several bomb-making factories of the terrorists were destroyed. Well, I did commend uh, the president and a couple of others uh, talking about um, rejigging the economy. Mm. He spoke about uh, the Petroleum Industry uh, Act, mm. uh, which uh, took so many years uh, to uh, get done. Well, and quite a number of other things. Nigeria's biggest challenge in 2021 is insecurity, says Mohammed. There this morning, scores Buhari high on security. Others, uh, just as we talk about that, uh, let's um, also mention, can CNG don knock Masari over arms for self-defense comment? Uh, that's on The Guardian uh, this morning. Uh, those are the reactions there. Masari's arms for civilians call. Evidence of Buhari's failure. Senior advocates of Nigeria are speaking on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's okay, put all this yeah, side by yeah, side. Yeah. Uh, the minister's um, appraisal and... The reality, uh, which of course necessitated the uh, Katina State Governor yeah. uh, to make that claim or that call that many look at and say, well, it's evidence of 
our true situation. Well, we will not expect anything less from the minister, you know, from especially uh, Minister Lai Mohammed, because uh, his his position is to always, you know, praise the president. It's even good that uh, he has accepted that insecurity is has been a major problem in 2021. He's, he has accepted that, but has praised the president. He is saying, despite the fact that it's a major challenge, the president has, you know, performed in so many ways. He has changed his, uh, you know, chief of staff and what have you, and that uh, so many people, you know, so many insurgents, you know, have been killed. So many have been uh, rehabilitated. Uh, Twenty-two thousand, uh, twenty-two thousand of them, you know, have. Uh, so, but if you look at it critically. Look at this court sheet in 2021. It's been very dismal. Uh, recall Jengebe, you know, in Samfaras, you know, about 317, you know, school children. Remember Kan Kangara. Kankara. There is a Jagebe, you, you, you know, Kankara, you know, and so many, you know, of these children, you know, that have been. In fact, it has affected the education in the northern states so much that people, parents are now afraid you know, to send their children to school. So what are we talking about? Especially boarding house. If, if, if you look at it, you know, so about over 630 something boarding houses have, have been shut down. And many of these people, you know, who were kidnapped have not even been returned back. You know, some have been killed and what have you. So, and that's the reason why even in the president's state, Casina, the governor is saying, look, you have to do self-defense. Defend yourself. But again, if you look at the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, security is the greatest challenge, you know, given to whether you are president or you are governor, you know, because we cannot all secure ourselves. I mean, it's like a social contract, you know, pop up, you know pop, popularized by Hobbes, you know, Rousseau and all the rest of them, saying, look, all of us cannot be there, but we have surrendered our sovereignty to you. And the president seems, you know, to have lacked this significantly. If you look at prior to 2019 election, even prior to 2015 election, what APC was saying is, look, it, it won't take us more than six months you know, to, mm -hmm. to get these things off, get insecurity off. Now, what they're saying what is they're, uh, we're, we've done, we're better we, than what it was. No, no, no. no, I, I, no not many people will agree. Not many people will agree. Not many Nigerians will agree. Okay, let's look at the economy. When PMB, uh, when PMB took over, the dollar to Naira was 190 you know to one dollar what is it now what of inflation look at the lifestyle of so many nigerians in fact if you look at the purchasing power of many nigerians now it's just gone down significantly this christmas and new year is about the bleakest because so many people cannot afford you know a chicken you know went for eight thousand just one one chicken went for eight thousand naira not to talk of, uh, you know, other gram and what have you. So not many people were able to celebrate this Christmas. Look at the markets. Look at inflation. Look at even the price increment in so many, so many sectors. Uh, the power... Uh, in fact, so many we didn't have electricity at Elumuri for <laughs> you, you, almost, you were telling me about <laughs> yeah, that for, for, for almost mm. a week. So what are we talking about? Mm. So I'm not sure many Nigerians will agree with him. Foreign direct investment. Morocco, Ghana, even the Rwanda, they have taken over. Whereas Nigeria used to be the, you know, the base because we have the markets. So what are we talking about? And, and he's saying uh, insecurity and COVID-19. You cannot be talking of COVID-19, you know, cause the economic downturn. No, not really. Look, look at the agriculture, for instance. I mean, Nigeria used to have uh, areas like Benue, Plateau, 
you know, which are food baskets of this country. But many, many people cannot even go to, to their farms. Even here in Ogun State, many people cannot because of insecurity, because of kidnappers, because of people who, in fact, Niger State was worse. You have people, you have kidnappers and bandits who have is put their flags in so many communities. They will come and tell you, we are prepared 2 million naira, prepared 20 million naira. We are coming and they are there. In fact, the governor is saying that much. So what are we talking about? Well, many whoever will believe will believe. But I'm sure if the statistics were taken, if the survey was done today, not many people would believe, you know, what Lai Mohammed said. That is not to say that they have not tried. Yes, I mean, they got 12 uh, Tucanos, Super Tucanos and what have you. They have tried, but their best is not good enough because insecurity is staring Nigeria in the face, staring everybody in the face. You cannot travel to Abuja by road. You cannot travel to Baroma. So what are we talking about? So it's uh, but well, good. But on Masari... Masari has been frustrated because he is the governor of the president's state. He's saying, I've done everything humanly possible. I gave them money. I rehabilitated them. But it appears they are not yielding. Uh, the fire of Kaduna State is even saying the same thing. Don't rehab- there is no need to rehabilitate these people. Let's go and fight them. So the man is disappointed. The man is frustrated. But it's a sign of failure on the part of Mr. President and, and the governor of the state because the governor is supposed to be the chief security officer of the state. Oh, yeah. Well, so, that, so that, that 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 particular one is is has been argued by you know a couple of others saying well yes yeah, on paper it should be the CSO but uh, does it but but because of the uh, there's also some people that look at the fact that you know the governors are quick to say oh they don't have the control over this they don't have the control over that but some see it as a lazy excuse it, uh, you know just to shy away from what they should be doing really. it's a lazy excuse what of the security vote we had of a governor in in most state that was taken. You know, almost a billion a monthly basis, and no governor. There is no governor that doesn't take money for security. So, what are you take, using the money for? What are we using the money for? I like Falano was saying, you should, they ought to have created community, uh, community uh, security uh, areas, just like Lagos has done. Neighborhood watch. If you take that so, such money, you can do that to secure your people. Although. Like uh, Amoteko has not been given the right, they are saying the constitution does not permit them to carry AK for seven. All this put together, whereas it's the same APC government. If they have, if they have thought outside the box and said, appreciated the fact that the people are suffering from this insecurity, loss of life, it's, inc- it's incredible. They ought to have done something you know, worthwhile. Well. Is there this morning, uh, The Guardian with it. Nigeria's biggest challenge in 2021 is insecurity, says Mohammed. Uh, the, uh, there are some more stories uh, talking uh, security this uh, morning. Masari arms for civilians call evidence of Buhari's failure. That's according to some senior advocates of uh, Nigeria. Uh, there's uh, also uh, the uh, report on a couple of the other dailies uh, this morning. Well, uh, some of the dailies also with some successes uh, being made by troops. Uh, troops yeah, kill 22 Boko Haram, Iswap terrorists in Lake Chad, arrest yeah. 17. Although uh, the Guardian also pointed out that uh, the troops lost uh, six uh, personnel uh, there this morning. Uh, well, uh, they're there to look out for. We'll take a pause and return in a moment. Uh, there's some more stories to look out for this morning. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Please don't go anywhere. Oh! 
My people, now Adebo Wale Rudo to Nigeria Limited, Semikayano Nase, then the friend correct Ogunga distributors for Kani paper nationwide. Kani paper, na household tissue paper, maybe chacha upgrade high quality. We then take imported raw wood hold, make Kani tissue paper, they natural, is soft for hand, and na correct people, we get fine taste. They use them inside house, kitchen, serviettes for outdoor events, inside the motor, restaurant, and bar. Ladies, self, it's use them as sanitary towel when Kasala one boss. And it is safe for babies to use. They make candy paper for modern factory with world class production equipment with technology with and for front and high quality production material. Oh, yeah, if you be correct distributor, forward match to Adebo Wale Oludo to Nigeria Limited. We did kilometer 14. Lagos Abeguta Expressway, opposite of Paso Job Farm. Or call 0703 and 0805-828-5090. Can Paper, correct tissue paper. Some people go just promise you berekete, but they go only fit give you bear. So no go fit do pass bare. If they do try, say, eh? so fit struggle give you bereke. <laughs> but you see, glow, eh? <laughs> then I go just give you berekete. <laughs> they go even give you berekete plus plus joint, say. <laughs> Yes, so when new and existing Glow users enter Glow Berekete Plus Plus, they go begin enjoy 100 Naira MB bonus data on top every first recharge of the month, another 60 MB bonus on top every other recharge of the month, and another 400% call time bonus. And if you be new Glow subscriber and call, now 1,000 Naira bonus credits, then go first take knock you welcome on top all the recharge them. This one pass all poor. Now, poor, poor. This one now Berekete Plus Plus. Just dial star 777 hash or activate new glow sim make yourself fit get joy on top of your limited value waiting for glow berekete plus plus glow imagine the joy that fills your heart when you have just given birth to a bouncing baby imagine the excitement that energizes you when you hear the news that your first grandchild has just been born imagine the comfort you get knowing that mother and baby are having a good night's sleep yes that is the assurance you get knowing that vitafoam has the perfect fit mattress for all body weight with our body right chat you can get the best mattress that goes with your body weight don't just buy a mattress buy a vitafoam mattress designed to fit your body weight from any of our accredited dealers nationwide or visit us on www.vitafoamng.com to place your order today vitafoam the fine art of living Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Let's move on very swiftly. Electoral bill, National Assembly will remove direct primary clause, says Gwajabia Mila. Uh, the Speaker of the House of Reps, Gwajabia Mila, says the National Assembly will revisit the Electoral Act Amendment Bill and remove the direct primary clause in it after it resumes from recess. Gwajabia Mila, while unveiling some projects in Surulere on Thursday, also ruled out the possibility of the Assembly vetoing the bill earlier rejected by the President Muhammad Abar. He said, I quote, If you follow the history of the amendment of the direct and indirect primary bill, I initiated the amendment bill for a good reason. 
and it is for people to participate in elections. These are the people you see around when you campaign every four years. For me, it does not make sense that these people do not have a voice in who represents them. It is part of being used, and I didn't like that. Most of us are reformers, and one of the ways to reform the system is to make it more accountable and to make the people have a voice in who represents them as opposed to a few people sitting in the four corners of a wall and writing results. There's a process. When we come back from recess, as I said, the House will look at those amendments. We'll see that the National Assembly look at the reasons, and at that point, consider removing the clause and pass the bill so that we do not throw away the baby with the bathwater. Um, the rest is there on the punch this morning. Is there on mono, mo, many of the other dailies. Electoral bill, National Assembly will remove direct primary clause uh, says uh, Bajabia Mila uh, there this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, the uh, the speaker giving us an idea of what to expect already. Incidentally, he was uh, one of those who brought it into uh, the um, act- electoral amendment bill, uh, yeah. saying they want direct primary. Now he's saying, well, let's not throw away the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. At least forget that idea of some of them. <laughs> we will veto the president. He's saying, uh, we're not throwing away. The, we don't want to throw away the baby with the bathwater. We'll remove that clause and then go ahead. And uh, that, that's the only sharing news there. You know, they don't want to throw throw away the uh, baby with the bathwater because so many Nigerians have insinuated, especially PDP, that if you go by Buhari's uh, 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 trajectory of not wanting to sign electoral bills, in fact, he has not signed one since he came to office, that it may be a ploy to elongate it. Look at the time they submitted the report. And they bear, bear bill to him to sign, and look at the time he, sub, you know, he submitted his uh, opposition to it. People are now arguing that if you look at that, you know, that attitude, they may want to scuttle it. But uh, I think the CSOs and many Nigerians are saying, okay, remove the, the indirect, the direct clause thing. Mm. Don't impose it on the party. Sign the, this other one because uh, uh, equity is around the corner. Sure, it's around the corner, and you want to use it. So I would think that uh, whether they like it or not, even if they don't, if he doesn't sign it, this transmission of results at the polling units, nobody can stop it. I know INEC will stop it because INEC has already used it in Anambra, and they are likely to use it in Ikiti, you know. And uh, you know, so so there is nothing anybody can do about it. And assume. So there's nothing anybody can do about it. But I hope he signs it because there are so many other clauses inside that electoral bill, you know, that will be beneficial, you know, to transparent election, credible election. So we pray that the president will sign it. But it's still the thinking of the party because they know they cannot veto it. They don't want to veto it. They don't have the power to veto it. The understanding amongst them or between them not will not allow them, them to, to veto it. So <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way out, you know, yeah. that they, they will shift ground. The Guardian also has a report, National Assembly to review Boyer's refusal to sign electoral bill there this morning uh, to look out for. Uh, there's also doubts over federal government's capacity to remove oil subsidy as election years. Uh, that's another on The Guardian this uh, morning. Uh, they had said it was part of their plans in 2022 to remove oil subsidy, but there had also been some that said uh, because of the pains that will come with it, mm. with the removal of Nigerians, they might be affecting their chances come the 2023 no, election. Definitely. It, in fact, there will be so much unrest in courts you know, that it's going to be difficult for the government you know, to go on, go on. Because if you look at it, even look at 2014 and 2012, when GEG attempted it. And situation where even good at that point in time in quotes. Compared to now. Compared to now. 
So now everything is in tatters. You are buying as 165, between 162 and 165. And it has affected virtually everything. Transportation, those who are barbers, those who are, uh, uh, those who run mm. pretty, you know, pepetty jobs the, and what have you. So, pepper grinders. Uh, grind, pepper grinders and all that. So that's just part, one part of it. Then two, it's going to affect the economy significantly because even the companies may not be able to cope. Look at the amount of money each radio station spends on diesel. Mm. And so many companies spend a lot of money on diesel. And that's the reason why they are running to Ghana. If you recall the 1980s, we had so many companies here, yeah? tire-making companies, uh, b- b- vehicle, my, b- car assembly companies in Kaduna, in Ibadan, everywhere. You know, Enugu, Anambra, Anamku, everything. It was there. And, but because they cannot cope with the lack of electricity, because it's a major component of manufacturing, they all moved out of the, of the country. And it's likely to happen again, because at that point in time, it will affect the cost of production. So many factories will fold up. You know, I recall uh, Muda, Muda, former LCCI. He said 247 companies, you know, closed shop in Lagos. That's Lagos alone. And so many people, in fact, there have been all kinds of gimmicks. It's either they reduce the bottle. I mean, I was at the joint yesterday and I, I just I checked the bottle of uh, the, 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 the the bottle that was, you know, mm. uh, given to me. And I, in fact, it didn't miniaturize <laughs> significantly. That's mm. part of what they have put into it, you know, to ensure, you know, that they, they break even. So it's going to affect virtually everything. And I'm not sure any government will attempt it. Yes, uh, the International Monetary Fund and all this, you know, they will, they, will, they will tell you to do it. That uh, if you don't remove it, you cannot, your economy can They've run so many countries like that, you know, into, into trouble. Liberia, even because of bread. <laughs> so so I, I think, I, I'm not sure they will do it, but they will want to attempt. But what they can do again, they have floated the 5,000 naira thing. The 5,000 naira thing cannot work for everybody. It cannot work. How many people will be captured? That can, there is no way you can, you know, palliate, you know, any, no palliative will do it. Unless right. you get more refineries, unless you align with uh, Dangote, and Dangote will want to make profit. Of course. So this alignment will not work. So modular refineries, do it. Let's, let's concentrate on our, on our own production at home. That's the only thing that can save the situation. But it may not be this government. Mm. Well, let's just uh, mention some of these stories very quickly. Occupational Safety Association, Beth in Ogun State, the Occupational Safety and Health Association, OSHA, has concluded an arrangement for the birth uh, of its Ogun State chapter with the appointment of officials led by P. Sonuri as its chairman. Now, Pembroke reports that Towards this uh, press conference was held on Thursday in Abeokuta to announce the emergence of the association, known to have started operations in Nigeria for about a decade, with a vision to make occupational safety and health manager management an integral part of every sector. The chairman of the association, Peter Nuri, while addressing journalists, uh, was accompanied by some notable leaders of the association. Uh, Pempishi further reports uh, that uh, she noted that the ILO, in collaboration with the Federal Ministry of Labor and Employment, has recognized the roles and achievements of the association as one of the key stakeholders playing relevant roles for effective and sustainable national prevention program in Nigeria. Well, uh, she uh, pointed out uh, the need for everyone to 
uh, know the importance of safety and uh, you know just make it a part of our everyday life uh, talking about um, avoiding mm. uh, you know uh, making sure that we uh, you know get away from avoidable uh, yeah. casualties at yeah, workplaces exactly. and a lot of all these things Especially at homes mm. you know and offices yeah. yes. occupational safety association birth in Ogun state they're on the pen pushing newspapers uh, this morning to look out for uh, there's also former governor Amosun ignores projects in Yewaland for eight years says about Luke Bainley that's another there <laughs> on the pen pushing newspapers this morning uh, there's this one the seat of directors of the state chapter on Thursday treated its members to a lavish get together end of the year sponsored by the Aludi of Yobaland where they all wind and dine to appreciate themselves and God for keeping them alive in spite of all challenges uh, members um, uh, members uh, of the institute uh, led by its southwest chairperson convert that corporate headquarters of the institute located at BMRs along Mashuda Way to give themselves you know, a great time. It's needed uh, yes, after a very course, long uh, year. Of, of course. After a very long year. Mm. <laughs> well, um, you were going to say. Yes, hardly will any governor get there and please everybody. Yeah. That, that's one thing I've observed. You either concentrate on areas you know, where your votes you know, will come in, you know, mm. largely. Yeah, but that is not to say that you must neglect neglect any of the senatorial districts, whatever. But it's very, very difficult. For a minute, I'm only opposed to nepotism, oh. insecurity, not Buhari. Bishop Kuka is there on the law of the dailies. The Tribune, this time, says the Catholic Bishop of Sokoto Diocese, Reverend Father Matthew Kuka, says it's not against the government of President Muhammad Buhari, as being speculated in some quarters, but against the way the president is handling the deplorable security situation and economic woes in the country. He made the disclosure while fielding questions from newsmen as part of his annual end of the year media mm, dialogue mm. at the Send Bakitha Catholic Secretary at Sokoto. Uh, in his words, our country has become a house of horror with fierce talking our homes, highways, cities, hamlets, and communities as bandits and insurgents maim and leave at will. Uh, the cleric also accused the president of lopsided appointments, stressing that such had caused divisions and agitations in the country, maintained that he's not bothered about which region or religion produces the president, but, lo- but only interested in good governance. He noted that he has a cordial relationship with President Muhammad Buhari, maintaining that it is psychophants that are trying to sow seed of discord between him and the administration. He explained that he will be clocking 70 years in 2022, stressing that if he could be cowed when he was younger, if he could not be cowed, I'm cowed. sure, mm-hmm. when he was younger, it is not now that he will be afraid of speaking the truth. I said this morning, I'm only opposed to nepotism mm-hmm. insecurity, not Buhari, yeah. Bishop Kuka. Well, it, 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 it takes after... Or, or his advocacy, you know, uh, follows that of Desmond Tutu. Desmond Tutu, you know, within the context of apartheid, did a lot, you know, uh, to speak truth to power using religion, using his spiritual calling. That was what Tutu, Desmond Tutu did, you know, largely, you know, in South Africa. And that's what Bishop Kuka has been doing. Incidentally, Bishop Kuka is secretary, you know, to... The, the peace forum, peace forum, you mm. know. So, so there is no way he can, and he's still serving. If he were opposed to PMB, he would have moved out. But he say he's saying, look at insecurity. A lot of this insecurity is caused, you know, by you know nepotistic attitude, you know, of 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 Mr. President, non-inclusion in terms of appointment, you know. And there is no way you can ex- exclude people, and you feel you want them, you know, to be part of it. They won't, you know, get them. Out of the boat, they will rock the boat. That's what mm. he has been saying. Be fair to people. Tackle insecurity with fairness, inclusiveness, 
That is what he's going to do. And he's been, all along, that's what he has been doing. All right, let's talk to you this morning. I did mention earlier, there's been moves to settle the rift in the palace. Oh. In Ife. It's there on a lot of the dailies. We were talking about this last week. Well, that's good to some extent because uh, for uh, the palace and the lovers of the palace, 0815 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079. 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Good morning to you. Yeah, yeah good morning, uh, Mr. Wally and uh, Mr. Eddie. Happy weekend, Sata. Yeah, my name is Polan Golawa from Shagawile. Yeah, I want to start my take this morning on this uh, security, security injury. You understand? Know, okay. uh, uh, security architecture has been in Chambu. You understand? Know, so... If a particular governor is complaining of insecurity, you understand? Know, they should just be very, very lenient here. Yeah. Because the federal government has not been very lenient to us for over the years. I mean, they are not too true. You know, and that's why we find ourselves in this situation. They have been boasting and boasting and boasting. And nothing comes out of it. If any governor uh, is in uh, a kind of loss of control, you know, like, Hello? Hello? Okay. Uh, we'll also call um, apologies. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wally. Good morning, sir. Mr. Eddie. Good morning. I know. Good morning, Eka, sir. Ekaro. 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 I don't know the connection, not the smoothest. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy we caught the prayers. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hello, good morning. Well, hello, good morning. Okay, please try again. 0815 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. 0818-111-1079. Uh, Facebook, you can uh, reach us there. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Tell us your name, where you're calling from. Get straight to it, please. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? from okay, Mr. Adekunle, talk to us. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. You know, getting the studio spoken very well. But there is one particular thing I want to point out mm. about the speech of uh, uh, Live Minister Lai Mohamed. Okay. Honestly, me are agree with him in the area of uh, insecurity that this government thank God is coming from uh, the minister. If it's, uh, he didn't say they failed. The minister didn't say they failed. Hello? Mr. Adekunle, the minister didn't I, at any point. That's a challenge. He just said that's Nigeria's biggest challenge. Yeah, and in fact, he went on to list their successes. Yes. Not to say that they failed. Please, I can't hear you very well. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I, I was saying that uh, the minister in his press conference yesterday, yes, he admitted that insecurity was not or is Nigeria's biggest challenge or was Nigeria's biggest challenge in the year 2021. But according to him, uh, they made a lot of gains. I didn't say they failed. In fact, he scored the president high in tackling insecurity. Maybe you got that mixed up. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. 
big challenge in the hand of the line Mohammed, the minister, who created did we say we should I mean when we see them probably intelligence, we thought they would be able to handle situations. But unfortunately they have destroyed the country. They have not even allowed us to live our life the way the message sent this thing. I cannot travel from Abelpita to Abuja or to even Akure uh, there. So, what, what kind of, uh, is this part of what we have to come and do that? We are now saying that it's a big challenge. It means he has failed himself and his principal. He failed us totally. They have not transformed anything in the lives of the Nigerians. Mm. I'm telling you. And that is what I wanted to say this morning. And for our business, you see, people that are telling us that Google Amash is and they don't everything now. You can see what is coming up now in the area of inability, incapacity, and respect all our monies. And that's all we have. Thank you very much. All right, but can anyone really do everything? That you know, it's not possible. Hello, good morning. Okay, well, uh, Facebook this uh, morning, uh, Zachariah Lubayatanigwala. Thank you for your message. Uh, appreciating us for the job this year. Thank you, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honorable Dimalaki Vangasa is chairing to hear that National Assembly won't throw away the baby with the bathwater. If the contentious direct primary is a stumbling block, please uproot it and let's have the. Uh, okay. Well, Electoral Act Amendment Bill has been yearned for by the masses. Next year will be prosperous uh, for, uh, for us all, regardless of the dark cloud hovering. Amen. Um, Tommy Adiromo is saying happy birthday to you, Naresa. Ayotunde Femi says, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the war, okay. Uh, oh, thank you. All right. Um, uh, Tony okay, Ali says, You're being oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, apologies. Thank you. Apologies, really. All right. Um, well. All right, let's um, take the phone lines and get back to the messages. Some of them not coming up at the moment. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, please. I definitely coming back. You oh, didn't okay. allow me yes. to land before you No, we stopped hearing you. Yes. I was saying that the yes. minister, I'm sure you got that. Okay, go ahead, quickly. Please, when you see you have a time, security is you. You see everybody, all Nigerians. When you say you have a challenge, and the challenge has not disappeared, it has not been solved by you. Yeah, what have you done? Have you not failed? It is a failure. So whether we like it or not, let us give it the name. The name as opposed to complete. It is a failure. When you, you see there is a challenge, fine. What have you done to, to, to solve the problem of the, the, the challenge that you identified? Nothing. So that is the point I'm trying to raise. It is a failure. Let us call it maybe. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Wow. All right. Um, hello, good morning. Good morning once again. Good morning. Okay. Apologies, really. The connection not just as smooth as this morning. I don't know why that is. 
Um, Ulufade Babatun says, Mr. Lai's core card on security is far from the reality on ground. He's only defending it? the indefendable. Yeah, I can only agree with him if he would come to Kwara by land and not by air when X is coming back home. <laughs> uh, it says, on the neglect of um, Yoa people, according to the monarch, uh, reading from today's point, Yoa people had not felt the impact of the government for the past 10 years, inclusive of the two years yeah. administration of the sitting government. Yet was uh, also quoted saying that Kwabedo administration has been listening to the yearnings of the Yoa people. Isn't this a disconnect? Because I'm not seeing any correlation between the two statements. I think the monarch should tell us what he meant by listening to the yearnings. <laughs> Smith Olishiji says, Good morning, everyone. I do not think Buhari's government will try to remove subsidy from petroleum products, especially PMS. They have already done more evil than good. Yeah. Really, if they achieve success only in security, I'm sure people may overlook the issue of subsidy removal. Look, there are a lot of things people are struggling with yeah. which are not palatable to them. I hope they can look at it again before bringing out that policy uh he says hello okay uh Kole mafe says uh okay he's again saying we at ladering are calling for urgent attention to book embankments along the immigration axis and also repair damage road this is not too good pointed that out yesterday larry lakomi uh, says regardless of some successes that the administration of pmb might have recovered recorded in the insecurity the insecurity has rubbished everything. Obalukmele has said the obvious. The neglect of Ilara by Central Amosin is unprecedented. Uh-huh. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I just hope we can. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Chilly. We're super sorry. Yeah, <laughs> just keep trying. 0815 Four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers. Good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. Good morning, bro. My name is. Good morning. All right, talk to us. Amen. I was expecting the minister to also talk about the. And that uh, Nigeria, especially on the exchange rate, mm-hmm. which they created in the economy for, while some privileged, privileged few will sit at their tables and move billions of dollars in exchange and then send it to businesses that will not money for, for terrorism, while manufacturers will go to the president in begging for exchange, uh, for, for foreign exchange to buy raw materials and machines. That is why they have created pains for Nigerians. And then the import fuel on this devalued Naira are important Nigerians. You should have talked about that failure. That is the foundation of the foundation of the foundation of poverty. Thank you. You have a wonderful twenty twenty two. Amen. Man, I was struggling to hear the book a yeah, bit, but you were talking yeah, about the exchange rate and some of the issues there. Well, apologies, really. Uh, we couldn't get to hear quite a number of you via the phone lines uh, because of uh, the connection. I don't know what happened to it this morning, uh, but uh, we have to say um, thank you, really, uh, for investing your time with us. Mr. Eddie, thank you uh, for your views, thanks. not just today, but thanks. for the entire year. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year to you in advance. Same to you. Same to you. Many thanks to you for staying with us. Uh, it's been a great time together uh, this year. Uh, trust us uh, to uh, continue to serve you, 2022. Trust us to be better. Uh, quite a number of your um, issues pointed out have been noted. Trust us, we continue to try to serve you better. Um, uh, in the uh, words of... Uh, 
in the you, you know, to, to sound like the president, uh, be kinder to us while you judge us, <laughs> judge us based on the majority of the things we've done and not the few issues. All right, thank you very much. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy the rest of 2021. Happy New Year in advance. Good morning. Fresh FM, 107.9, Abel Kuta.